All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sands for the one and twos, 1-800-707-9760. Broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can find the cheapest rate out there for you in insurance, whether it's auto, life, home, or renters. That's because Stephen represents over 40 different carriers for insurance. Give him a call. He'll give you a free quote. His number is 210-641-4000. That's Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the sports car. All right. Uh, you know what? I, I was such in the, and I came in here Monday, and it was a few days ago, had no idea that DJ K-Slay had passed away until yesterday. Even had no idea that that happened. Uh, for y'all who don't know, famous DJ out in New York. And a lot of it to scene. And as a matter of fact, I think they're saying he passed away of COVID uh, complications. So I didn't even know that till yesterday uh, evening. So rest in peace to him. 55. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm getting in that age. Like we're dying off early now. Early. Anyway. All right. Before we dive into some other things, I want to make a couple of comments about the matchups tonight. Before we do that, let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on the sports crowd here on Ticket 760 and 1300 Zone. What's up, Mike? Okay, man. Um, Looks like we got another controversy going on uh, with the uh, NFL. Well, you were talked about it earlier with Debo Samuel, the Forty ers Now, you like you said, like you said before, man. You know, the last couple of weeks, you know, the Oakland Raiders opened up a can of worms when they signed Devontae to this big thirty million dollar contract. Then next thing you know, Tyreek Hill gets another big deal, and now all these other receivers out there they see these deals that's going down. But see what see what Debo is going wrong at. Uh, you can't just force your way out of a team, man. You know he, he has a contract with the 49ers, and he's basically trying to play the same move that Baker Mayfield is playing, and it's not going to work. And he probably in the long run he's going to end up losing money when he needs to go ahead and finish out his contract with the 49ers, whatever amount of time that is, and then and then maybe he can get the um, get the bigger deal. He's on a good team, good organization. They was in the playoffs last year. They have a chance to do something. He needs to remain where he's at. I know he wants more money. But he's going to have to remain patient uh, because the way he's going about it right now, he's not going to force the 49ers to trade him. And, and when it's all said and done, if he continues the way he's going, he's going to end up losing money. And I'd like to hear what you have to say about that. All right, Mike, thanks for the phone call. Um, look, I, I said it in the opening of the show. I mean, I've always subscribed to, um, you know, the NFL owners and GMs are not going to allow this to become how the NBA players run the league. I'm, I'm, I still would stand by that, but I'm having to soften that a little bit because when Mike says, well, there's no way he's going to be able to, well, I don't know because, um, even though, and, and I always preach there's levels to everything. That's why I say no disrespect to Debo, but, and he's, and there was reports saying that this, he's saying this has nothing to do with money. So I don't know what this is about, but let's just say that for the hypo, uh, hypothetical of the conversation, stake of this conversation that it is about money. I don't know, you know, look, Sean Watson did it. Some people think Russell Wilson did it. Aaron Rodgers was threatening to do it. Odell Beckham did it. Um, who else? Um, let me see. Going back, um, my man. Um, who, who's my man? Um, God, uh, safety from Jets to Seattle. What's my man's name? Um, Earl Thomas, uh, right? No, 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 no. Not I Earl Thomas. Adams. Oh, yeah, Jamal Adams. Yeah. My bad. Jamal Adams did it. 
I mean, so my point is, Mike, I don't, I mean. I think Trent I, Williams, technically, at left tackle, worked his way out of Washington in a similar fashion as well. To well, that took it. Uh, that was a medical thing because they misdiagnosed with the cancer. But, yeah, if you want to throw him in there. So the point of it is, is that I don't, uh, like I said, Mike, the 49ers got to listen to this because somebody's going to give him a number one for Debo. I don't think there'll be a lot of teams lined up to give him a one, but there'll be a few teams that's willing to give up at least one one. That recoups one out of the three that you gave up for Trey. That you're not, you, we don't know yet if you're 100 percent, you know, confident that you're going to basically go with him yet as a starter. So, yes, I agree with that. I think this is all, but this comes down to the state of the NFL and what the power trip is between the GMs, the owners, and the players. And that's why I think they're a part of a brotherhood first. Yes, John Lynch has to do what's right for the ownership of the 49ers with his organization. But when you talk about basically catering to a player that has a popularity of Debo Samuel, but that is not on the same level of as a Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, um, I would say even an Odell at that point and all that. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. I don't know if you get it's, it's, you're going to get pressure from your other business partners, which are other owners and GMs, not to not to give in on this. And those conversations take place, man. They do. So it, like like that's why I say it. I, they are the tough spot. So we don't know how this is going to play out. But again, I'm not anybody that tells me that they're missing games or they're not showing up in April. I, I've been watching this league and covering it too long to know that I'm, I'm not holding my breath when people say that in April. But like Cleveland and the Haslam's with with the Deshaun Watson contract, all it takes is for one owner to decide not to hold the line and say Debo Debo really kind of puts us in a position. I, I look at a team like Kansas City who likes to get creative with the wide receiver position, the way they've used Tyreek Tyree Hill over the years. Uh-huh. And they cooped, They got a one back from Miami for oh, that. Oh, they so got 11 picks. That, could you flip that one back over and flip that over to the 49ers you, you, and, and land a Debo Samuel for a year and then play, you know, t- convince him next year that he can get a contract that maybe you couldn't give Tyreek Hill, but you can give him to compete for championships? You could. I mean, but look, all I'm telling you, I'll be shocked if they if – they, meet Debo's request that quickly. Damn sure ain't nothing happened before the draft. But if it's no longer about money, and I think that it started at money because that's what he said initially, I want paid. So then if it comes back to maybe the way that they didn't want to work him or the fact that maybe they, they weren't listening to his request and said, look, man, we've got you under contract for this year. You're going to play for us. Or you're not, or, or not like, it, like you're going to play for us. There's no, dis- there's no decision here. And we're going to use you how we feel fit in our offense and now you've kind of insulted that you've insulted him and what, where he feels his value, his skill set. You know, anytime you talk about you know coming out of the backfield, you're opening yourself up for more hits as the ball carrier than you typically would take as a as a standard wide receiver, even playing outsider in the slot. So now it could just be the fact where he feels slighted by that organization, and it's not about money anymore. But it started about money. I don't care what it's. I don't care even if he feels slighted. At the end of the day, the guy's got two years left on his contract. It doesn't matter whether he he's getting one used year, he's or uh, well one year or whatever. No matter if he's getting used, no matter if he's a hit, whatever. Regardless of it is, they cannot, they do not, and they cannot afford to let him them force his hand out this quickly. Because they have nothing. I mean, at the end of the day, they don't they don't have no re they don't have any reason. Their priority is what they're really going to do with the quarter. They're trying to move Garoppolo. Okay, what you if think? what if I'm Kansas City and I take uh, and I take some picks and I start offer you two two ones 
for Debo because I think that it helps me replace hey, Tyreek Hill. But you keep asking me this, but it goes back to why I say they're in a tough spot. I don't know how they react, but the bottom line of it is there's a lot riding on this, though. It's not about just the 49ers. This is the landscape of the right, league. But it takes one team to decide not to hold the line. And we've seen and that already. An, and offer them enough. But, but every situation, as you get more people, as you say, not hold the line, it costs the line. Eventually, you get to that breaking point where there's more people coming like, hold on. We know you got, but we've got to stop this. That's all I'm telling you. I'm just telling you, regardless if they get two ones or one, it is not you. If, and forget the whole other teams aspect of it. If they do this, every guy going into the last rookie of their contract from guys they're going to draft this year, guys they drafted last year, John Lynch, as long as he's there, he will have at least one or two guys knocking on their, his door in the front office with a year left on his contract if they let Debo get what he wants. Those are the decisions guys are made seven, eight figures of money a year to make. They're tough. Because, like, is it enticing to get those two ones? Yeah. Okay, if you do that, you're going to be dealing with this for every rookie that has a good year. 49ers are built to kind of win and compete for some years here. I mean, they're not that old of a team. They're not one of the youngest team. But John Lynch has drafted very well since he's been there. And he's built a team. So my thing is he's going to get blue chip talent at some rounds that are going to perform under Kyle Shanahan. When they hit their stature, where they go, do you think they can't find somebody else that they can use like Debo? Yeah, they can. But the regardless, if you set the president now to give in to him, you're going to be dealing with this every other year with a guy in the last year of a contract. That's the NFL. That It's the industry within which they But you don't operate. want that because at the end of the day, you can't win that way. You they can't. Pay, they pay your guys. That's not as simple. Just not, this is not about just pay your guy. Everybody want to get paid, Jonas. Not everybody can get paid. There, this is this wide is wide receiver this is, one who, who this sets not records a, for for offensive yards. It's, it's and not everybody for, for can get paid. And, and rushing yards. It's not season. every. It's not everybody can get paid, bro. This ain't this ain't MLB. We have a cap. Even though it's manipulated, the Rams are showing. Even though it raises up, at the end of the day, wonder if Trey, what if they go with Trey Lance and he balls out this year, or in the next year he balls out? They got to start saving money in the piggy bank for that guy. Yeah, they can't get all in love and infatuated with damn Debo Samuel well, who you're just not had a breakout. About wide receiver three, you're talking about wide receiver one. I don't, and wide receiver ones are a lot easier to replace than quarter QB ones. It's then, nice. Then let it's them easy. Walk and replace him in the draft. It's. Go, go swap him for a first round pick. Just go get it done. You, it's not. If it's that, that simple, no, to it's not. Him. That's what I'm telling you. It's not. It's the other. This is a business, dude. This isn't a bunch of guys drinking brew at a fantasy draft party. He said, "Oh man, just trade him." There's implications of this. You, this can cost people jobs. This is what you're you're trying to. They have spent years before Debo got there creating a culture. Debo's trying to change that culture. The 49ers have been about a team since John Lynch got there. He's not trying to Debo. He ain't Randy Moss. I don't care what he's sliding. He's not Randy. He's not. He's not a Terrell Owens. He's not. He's playing with one of the best play callers in the league. His stats has a lot to do with Kyle Shanahan's ass. Go give Debo. Go stick Debo. Even if you want to say in any other any other place you want to say that's not really go stick him in Seattle. With Pete Carroll in that office, let's see if Debo gets all they put him in. They ain't going to trade him within division, but I'm just saying. Right. Kyle, Kyle is drowning up them plays, man. Like, like no. Go get you, Pat. Go get Debo. You can't take the player's get, ability entirely I, out of the but equation. You can, but you can use it against them, and they are. They, you can't. First of all, there's nothing about this that can tell me this ain't about money with Debo. I don't care what. To me, he, that's another guy trying to win a PR battle that I preached about all offseason. 
Dude, you want out. You scrub your thing. Don't lie to me now and tell me this ain't about money. It is about money. You just that fan base that whatever because you might have to go back there and you don't want to be booed. You no, don't want to be feel insulted now for the fact that they said we're not going to pay you. Okay, well if you're if you're not going to pay me, then I don't want to play. I don't want to play three different. You know what I tell Debo? You know what I tell you. Debo? If feel insulted, so did a lot of other guys. You're playing for an, a different regime, but you're playing for an organization that basically traded Joe Montana. But it's Get not your, his choice it, to play for that organization. He got drafted there. This is a, this this isn't a free agent decision that he made. He got drafted. Who by cares? Them. So does so pay. does so does everybody else. So does everybody else. And he's looking for some security moving forward. He's entering the last year of his deal. He's making a rookie contract money. The market is what it is. He's saying, "Look, I set this. I set, I set a new NFL record for the way you guys. How use many me, guys do you feel? How many guys in the league do you feel like feel like Debo is? Debo does. Are they all running and scrubbing their thing, and telling like, hey, I want out? How many guys do you think that were not that are drafted by that are feeling like that that have to sit there and say, you know what? It, it, it's a and it's it's all it's about a culture we set. Know, we know of three wide receiver ones that were reported the last in the last week." That all feel this way. Okay. And, and, and they and, all came out in the same that, class, 2019 draft class. Okay. They all want paid. And I guarantee you uh, about all three that we talking about, uh, there's a good, there's a 90% chance all they ask is still going to be in the same uniform in 2022. Because none of them are going to miss any games and not, it ain't that serious from anybody. But AJ they're Brown. Gonna, but, but, but they're not going to return in 2023. So what? I can't. First of all, if I have to win on principle, if if I'm John Lynch, I don't care. We'll we'll replace you, but I'm not going to give in to you right now when I don't need to. That sets the wrong president. Until another owner shows up and says, "I'll offer you two ones for him," and maybe that's the, still it, maybe, it, it maybe, takes one it owner to not hold and, the line to break this entire equation. And, and I don't know for and this receiver class is coming up. I don't know if you're getting you can get one one. I don't know if you're getting two ones for Debo. I don't think you're getting two two ones for, for Debo. For a team like the Kansas City Chiefs, who are they're knocking on the door? Chiefs are not giving lost Chiefs a similar player, no, type of player. No, it could if they think no. that's what they need. No, Jonas, Jonas. The reason why that's asinine take is because the 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 reason why I know that is because Kansas City. The one thing they've done is they can find receivers in the draft. Why do you think that they just got come? Let me just tell you, they felt comfortable letting Tyreek Hill. That has a way that keeps up defenses coordinators on Wednesday up later than Debo does. They were willing to let him walk away because they didn't want to pay him, and they knew they have confidence in who they're going to get in draft. They're not going to give up two ones for Debo. They're not. They got eleven picks, dude. They got they got the most. You know how many picks Kansas City has in the top eighty, top hundred. Jerry pulls the trigger for what? There's a team out there could needing a wide receiver. Could Jerry pull the trigger? Not offer a one, a one and two twos. Uh, not not in Dallas's thing. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think that would make sense. I think Dallas has other issues. They've got to replace a lineman. They lost. They got to replace a pass rusher. They lost. They've got. Uh, I mean, they've already. They've got CD Lamb that they're going to have to pay. Debo wants a new contract. He goes. You, so you trade for him. You have Debo skip CD's uh, uh, CD's line to get paid. We just found out when Jerry and Stephen Jones was telling us two or three years ago that everybody's going to get paid. We just found out this year in the last two years that's a lie. They did it, but the reality of it is not everybody could get that money. And that's why Mari's gone. That's the reason why they had to make a decision. Well, the different thing with Randy Gregg, but that's why Mari's gone. So why would they sit there and even go to Debo when they're going to sit there when the guy wants more money, but we've got C.D. Lamb that's going to be hollering for money in another year too. He ain't skip- Debo ain't skipping his line. 
This ain't this is this is not like you have to understand this is not fantasy football. This is like it's not as simple as it as cut and dry and saying, oh well, he just wants out and we're gonna get two one. No, there's teams that offered a lot uh for guys that offer two ones that people that GMs turn down anyway, because it might not just be the right interest for them long long run, who they have on the roster. One eight hundred seven oh seven nine seven sixty. So uh to put a bow on the NBA, so we the, the playoff matchups tonight, like I said, you have 76ers trying to take a commanding 3-0 lead against Toronto. That game's on tonight. You've got the uh part two, round two of Boston and Brooklyn. That one's going on. And then the third one, who's I missing tonight? Who's the third one that gets it on? Hey, Bucks Bulls. There you go. Bucks Bulls. Um it's a ten points spread. Yeah, you know, I think Bulls will come out more prepared to start, I think, but a lot of Milwaukee Bulls making that run. I think Milwaukee was rusty a lot. You know, I think they were rusty. I think tonight would be a little bit more competitive, but I still imagine the Bucks would win this one. You know, nice fun fact off the top of my head now that you said that. I think for like the last seven, eight home games, Bucks haven't covered none of the spreads for the last like seven, eight home games we've had. Um, just a food for thought. But I do expect them to go ahead and get this 2-0. Um, you know, I just think Bulls, man, they're going the right direction, but I think totally different uh, since Alonzo Ball uh, got injured. Uh, so we'll see how that happens tonight, what we got with the NBA. Also, NBA, Jerry West, former GM. You know, everybody knows he was GM and Tom to L.A. Um, he's taking legal action. He wants the, you know, the, the, the rise and fall of the dynasty or the rise to dynasty, whatever it's called. I'm watching the series. I've told you all that before on HBO. Winning time. Winning time. There you go. With the Lakers. Uh, Jerry's kind of getting a little uh, agitated the way they're portraying him um, in this in this show, which I think is show. I think the acting's good. I know Kareem has basically wrote about this the other day. The guy that's playing Kareem doing a hell of a job. I uh, have my thoughts on that as well. Also, Wimbledon has made a big decision, too, that I want to talk about as well, too, if this is kind of really inbounds, out of bounds. We'll talk about it when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Hazel Skyline Studios. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Tai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right.
right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producer, Mr. Sam Spin, the one and twos, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. Make sure you try out their pre-made alcoholic drinks or just stick to the original mix and add your own favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right. Um, keeping it moving here. One of the other topics as we move away from the N- NBA, and, and we'll keep the eye on the, the Debo watch and the NFL. We'll probably have some other news beside there. But takes me back, you know, we're, we're coming on close to Wimbledon that gets going always in the summer. And Wimbledon um, has come out and said that they're banning all Russian players. And it got me thinking, like, is this going too far? Is it fair? I mean, because you have to understand, um, and I know every country obviously is different. I mean, America, we have our own flaws, major ones, but I still think it's the best country in the world. But, you know, really up until, I mean, it took a 100-year pandemic for me and my eyes to hear another country saying, we don't want Americans over here because of whatever reason. And that was because of the virus. You're not coming over here. So I can only imagine, like, and we, we've had some jackasses in the White House. We've, we've had a corrupt government. We've done some dirty things on the government level that not to write home about. And I can, and I can only imagine that with our athletes being basically punished for somebody that's sitting in the office that has direct impact another country. I mean, I get it. But I just thought it was like, and I understand because, I mean, they've been rushing Putin. I mean, they've been hitting with sanctions and things pulling out and all that kind of stuff. But it started thinking like, wow, that's Wimbledon and that's tennis. And we're just going to sit there and say we don't want any Russian players. When then how do we know that those players, and I'm just asking because I'm trying to look at this from both angles, but how do we know these players that are Russian that are on the ATP or WTA tour how do we know that they even support what what their leader is doing anyway? So when I saw this, I was like, well, I mean, it, it didn't make headlines, but I'm thinking because people are like, you know, it's summer, we got NBA playoffs going on, but I'm thinking like, wow, that's when just to sit there and say we're not accepting any 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 Russian players in this tournament. And you got to think, man, in, in tennis, if you're playing in Wimbledon, you've been playing tennis probably since you were like seven, eight years old. Six years old. By the time, and so my point is the, the 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 blood, sweat, and tears. No matter what country you're from, the blood, sweat, and tears that you had to put in to get to the point to qualify to even be in the draw into Wimbledon. And I just started had me thinking, like, is this is that a little bit too far? That's the conversation around this now, uh, because it it doesn't. They're, they're, it, it's, they're just judging you by your background. Even if you're not currently living in Russia, you haven't no. voted in Russia in a minute because they do say they have an elective, elective process. Um, you're, you're still banned just because of where you're from. Now, this is playing out. You've got two of the ATP's top 10 players that, ha- that are from Russia. And this is, this is Russia and Belarus. So, so both locations. So Belarus is uh, Belarus is wrapped up in this as well. So you're so top ten wise, you're losing uh, Daniil Medvedev, yeah, number okay. one in the world, 
and 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 uh, Andre uh, Rublev. And then when you look at the women's side, you've got number four, uh, Arena uh, Sabalenka of Belarus. She was in last year's semis, according to uh, Sports Illustrated. She's out as well. So you've got dozens, dozens of players being removed now, from this since, player pool, since, and you're talking about three top ten. Okay, since you gave me the rankings, and I didn't know, I don't, I don't keep up with. I mean, since American tennis has been down for like fifteen, twenty years, American men's tennis, not women, men's. I really don't keep up with rankings in tennis anyway. So since you've educated me, now I look at it with the rankings. Now I wonder, like, okay, so. Wimbledon, if, if if Russian players are like ranked 50 and below, would you even care? Or are you using this because this is going to send a message because you're talking about six or maybe a dozen top 10, 15 players, a couple on each side. Makes you wonder. But it, 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 to me, it's – I mean, I don't know. That That's a t- – that, that, that's a t- I get it. I mean, because at the end of the day, everybody has bonded, you know, pretty much collectively – I mean, if you have a heart and a soul, you'd understand that, you know, basically what has happened to Ukraine is just basically it's, it's a terrible situation. Um, so everybody's kind of banding together to kind of like say the only way we can get to this guy, which I don't think is any getting to a guy like that, but is to kind of punish them with shame and have the whole world disconnect themselves from that. But when you start about getting into the athletic part and you get into the fact of not all these, because I, I'm pretty sure about 90% of those players that are going to be affected by this, I would say 90% of them probably don't agree with what they're doing. At least. And, and, uh, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I, I can see where you're coming from. I, I don't know that I would want to assume anybody's political position. I say about 80, 90. I, I don't feel that it's look, man. I mean, we've been talking about for years and decades for a long time. I should say about how crazy this dude is over there. I mean, we, we've known that they operate. It's a whole different thing. So I, I again, uh, you're right. You don't know that, but I would just sit there. It goes back to my point that you can't, unless you individually talk to these people individually, you just can't cast a net and just say, well, automatically they, they think it's okay because there's protest that's been going over there against their own citizens that's against this. Right. And then it comes back around too. I mean, you almost lend to, you know, while they might feel outside of their country because they disagree with maybe what, with what it is that's going on politically, uh, you're strengthening this, 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 point of russia versus the world then you know to where it's okay well if the rest of the world is going to abandon me maybe i need maybe maybe i need to you know kind of reevaluate my situation and now you're judging me because of the fact that i'm russian just for the fact of where i was born again something you can't necessarily you can't control you can't control where you were born you can't control your ethnic background or anything like that but now just because i'm i'm a russian player even though i don't live in russia per se now, now, now I'm being isolated out. I think that's a, I think it's a bad move uh, on on the part of Wimbledon huh. because these people they already feel alienated by the, if they don't agree with with the political stance they already feel kind of alienated by their nation, their leader. They're not supporting anything that their leader is speaking on for or fighting for now. So you're trying to stand with the rest of the world and be like, yeah, I disagree with this guy. But just because of where I'm from, the part of the world that I'm from, now I can't. You're not letting me do my do my piece and just play professionally. Even if even if I were to come out and wear blue and yellow sneakers in solidarity with the Ukraine, you're not gonna let me. You're you're not gonna let me play tennis and just make my living. Well, those are good points that you make. That's why I kind of wanted to bring this up. But after breaking down all evidence and hearing that side, 
I get it. But it's like, you know, for me, I'm a 45-year-old black man with tattoos on each forearm. It's happened to me. I've been grouped and had to been kept out of certain things just because of basically how I look or appearance that happens. So to me, it's just like, well... Yeah, but if we're Life trying to move, fair. The, but yeah, but and it's not. But if we're trying two to two sides world, to it. But if we're trying to move the world forward and we're trying to get past these things, and I get uh, you, we, then we kind of just have to recognize, you know, that I get you. But also, the right's going to be that we don't. It, it, you, we could say this, and that's the reason why I wanted to bring this up because you can take those angles that you're talking about. I'm just tell. I just said that in regards to where going back to what you said, like, well, you know, these people are getting penalized for. Well, there's people that don't even look like me that's been grouped into certain things. Um, you know, in regards to whether you've been labeled, whether you're a white person been labeled as a racist, but you're not really, we all deal with our things in our own ways. So I'm just saying that this is something that it sucks for what's going on for the Russian players, but there's some people that basically ain't just cause when June, when we woke up to, to the, to the lawns of Wimbledon, that people have to deal with this stuff every day in life, 365. But I would just tell you also Wimbledon could have the same right to be like, look, we don't want to have anything to do with y'all right now because we're really really basically against that and they are probably and Wimbledon be honest with you they're probably getting pressure politically to make this move they're being pressured pre- by the rest of the well they're being pressured by the rest of the the ATP to not make this move okay well but ten- the- tennis tennis is, is this is not the stance yeah. that they've wanted to well take. this is in our backyard speaking of Wimbledon this is over in London and I'm pretty right. sure our government is basically in our ear a lot more than ATP, WTA, and they're telling us this is what we want y'all to do. Because we got to live with them 365. Y'all just show up on the grass in, 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 in June. That I mean, I get everything you're saying, but I'm just telling you how the reality of it is. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure WTA is not a good look, but they, I'm pretty sure this sanction that Wimbledon has come down with has been pretty much from their pressure from their government as well, too. Because every day people that are ba- – I mean, we – like I – you know – I try not to get too bogged down with it because sometimes it can be depressing. It kind of basically whatever, but you got to understand where I mean, I'm in a world where I'm looking at, at, at sports and lines and numbers all day, every damn day, all night, all day. But there's some people that run governments and there's some people that are looking at CNN coverage and looking at news coverage and seeing bodies and civilians that are basically just been killed in their own neighborhood and their own and their own homes. And they're looking at that. And they're like, like, what can I do? We've got to do something to send them in. So extreme measures come to this that we Jonas might not look at this being fair I pose a question like is it too far I mean I can see both sides but, but that's the severity it, of it what message is it sending well the message is, is just showing that we're totally against this and we don't have anything to do with y'all whether it's whether you agree with it or not that's just the, that's just the reality of it is you know like I said it took a hundred year pandemic for me to hear some other part in the world to say we don't want Americans coming in we're not allowing you to fly in We've never had to deal with We've had some screwed up situations. I mean, how many countries? I mean, in the 60s, was there anybody in the Olympics saying, hey, we don't want any of this. We're not, we don't want any of you Americans come over here because y'all are killing people of color and throwing, sticking dogs on them and whiting hoses of water on them. And we don't want y'all here. Did anybody stand up to do that then? So I'm just telling you, like, it's a situation where it's everything's different. I mean, it's different cases, but the truth of the matter is, is that, you, it's it's just the way they this the decision they made the pandemic and not allowing Americans in was just about the spread I get of it disease, I'm just I, but no but what I'm telling you is that it took that we've never been in that position I not that I can remember I mean I'm pretty sure somebody can Google an Olympic situation or something that we've been told like we don't want y'all we're not y'all can't participate in this because y'all are Americans because your president believes in this or you're doing this or you're treating people of color that way. 
That's what I'm trying to say. It's never really happened to us in that sense. So what I'm saying is that's why I'm that's why I brought up the pandemic, COVID, because it said it took that for me to ever hear. And I get, I'm not trying to compare that to that. That's a disease. That's a health thing. Right. But I'm, I'm saying it took that for you ever to hear that in Amer- in America. This has happened to other countries and little things like, hey, we don't want y'all. Or we but this is the stage of Russia. What's going on right now? But this is Wimbledon. And to me, now that you gave me the rankings of those players, now I'm leaning more to this. This is more of like we're going to send a message. If these Russian players were ranked 50 to 100, it'd probably be okay. They probably wouldn't have pressure from their government to come in and say, hey, you got to ban Russia. But they know they knew that these are top players on women and men. This is a big deal. This does hurt. It does send a bad note to them, a bad message to them, to Russia and them. Because it's like, hey, we ain't even letting your best come in. But – they don't rep- they, they don't represent Russia though. They might be Russian, but it's not that they're representing the Putin stance. Or do that all? Let me ask you this: Do all these players? But do all these players, do you know the? Uh, do you do you know where they reside at? I mean, where do they call? Where are their homes at? I mean, are all of them living in the states of America? Not, do you know that? Not I know I, to the to the Sports Illustrated report. Not all of them live in Russia. I know that much. Not all of them live in call Russia home. Okay, but are they citizens of Russia? Would they maintain their citizenship? That I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're still citizens of Russia, but I'm just telling you that that's the reality of it. Is that's what Wimbledon's kind of doing? I think it's all angles. But just by being a just by being a citizen of of, of Russia doesn't again doesn't doesn't mean that you support what I know your that, nation Joan. stance is doing. I know that. So why you, so why remove them from sport, which is supposed to be a, the same a, reason? The same reason why I can rent no countless occasions why I had to run suicides, but I ain't the one that screwed up in practice. I can count countless reasons. I was looking to have film day on a Friday, but it got screwed up because loudmouth in the back kept talking. It's something we've all had to deal with since we were like kids. Life ain't fair. I mean, that's the reality. That's the only thing I can tell you is that it, we've all dealt situations to where you you get grouped, whether it's fair or not. We've all dealt with that. No matter what race or what color you are, it's 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 not fair. You are getting grouped, but it's not. It ain't. You're acting like this is how could this happen? Like this is breaking news. How can we do this to some people? That's who. That's what we've done well, in society. That's what it is. Well, I feel like actually in society, especially lately, it's been about making exceptions. I mean, we've let Russia compete in the Olympics, just not with the with the Russian flag. Now, internationally, that's changing in other sports again because of because of this. But this is that, that that's team sports. I feel like it's a little bit different. This is you. This is evidently. This is the only thing I can say. We can end it on this note, Jonas. The only thing yeah, I can say because I can, all I can tell you is is that whoever's won Wimbledon, whether there's pressure to the government, whatever the decision that this was made, evidently what they're, they're, they're in depth a little bit more with what's going on maybe than you and I are wrapped up, I should say, into it, and it really affects them. Like, they got to do something, and this is what they feel is their option to go ahead and do. Well, the CEO but, uh, of the WTA is, came out and is, is against this stance. Okay, well, I don't know what they can do about it. But anyway, that's a wrap for today's show. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mr. Stan. Spin the one and two. San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people of a Tyler, people of the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you to snooze button and for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow.